Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank, now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had quite a few actually, and in the moment, I never knew what I was gonna do next. Of course, I had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own, I just blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, are you having a I just feel sluggish now what moment? Me too. And when I'm feeling a little low and need to pick me up, I turn to the Arbon 30 Days to Healthy Living program to help me reset. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. The 30 Days to Healthy Living acts as a reset in establishing healthy habits so you can get more energy and feel fit with clean vegan nutrition. Arbonne's mission is to empower people to flourish with sustainable, healthy living. So the 30 Days to Healthy Living set and program are specifically designed to do just that. It helps you identify foods that might not be serving your body well, while you focus on adding nutrient-dense, plant-based whole foods into your daily routine, creating sustainable habits for a healthy lifestyle that lasts. So if you want to get started on your path to healthy living with our number one nutrition set featuring nine plant-powered products that make healthy living easy, head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and click on the healthy living tab and check out the program. Join me each month as I help dozens of people feel fit and their best with this amazing program. It's definitely not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And if you want to live well and feel fit, join us on the next 30 Days to Healthy Living. So head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com, check out that Healthy Living tab, and let's help you go from feeling sluggish to feeling great. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. Jessica Stevens here, your host of I Just Blank Now What the Podcast, and welcome to season six, my friends. Oh my goodness, I cannot even begin to explain how excited I am for this new season. Season five was fantastic, and so many great stories, and trust me when I tell you season six is packed full of some good, 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 good stuff this season for sure as well. And I'm really excited to be coming back with some solo shows for all of you, as much as I loved, loved, loved having co-hosts. Honestly, it was like the best idea for me last season, because so many of you know know that I struggle with solo shows. I loved having all those co-hosts, but I do appreciate now solo shows a little bit more since I haven't done one in a really, really long time. So here I am in the studio, me and me and you, and uh, super excited to kick off season six with my own show for you today. Well, not own show, own episode is more like it. And it's going to be a good one. I've been really excited to actually record this. I've been like strumming in my mind, like a bunch of different topics that I wanted to share with all of you and reflecting on 2023 and what that experience was like for me and, and some things that bubbled up. And the one that kind of, kind of rose to the top over and over again, as I was brainstorming is I really want to come back and talk to you all about my own journey 
as I have been pivoting in life, like all of us, and transitioning into uh, really embracing my child-free life. So for anyone who is new around here, the hubs and I went through many infertility challenges for several years. We did the whole thing, IVF, IUIs, the whole shebang. And the end result is we did not have children. And so for a long time, I was also in this kind of space of if it happens, it happens, right? And just kind of like putting it out there, but not putting pressure on us to conceive or anything like that. But then there was a point where I kind of crossed over the line, (laughs) the imaginary biological line of like, if it doesn't happen by this date or this time or this age, then we're done. And the hubs and I actually didn't even speak about this, this imaginary (laughs) international dateline. It just kind of existed. And once that I kind of crossed over that mark and kind of let go of the idea that we would be parents It still took me a really long time to truly embrace child-free living. So there was like a transition period for me there for a little while. But I am happy to report to all of you that 2023 really was the very first full year of me actually embracing and loving child-free life. So I wanted to come back and talk to you about it because there's a few things that I did intentionally and there's a few things that happened in 2023 that I'm a firm believer happened because I finally did embrace this whole child-free life fully and therefore like unlocked lots of stuff for me. And it's still a process. You know, there's still days where I look at a cute baby and have like a little twinge and a, and a twang and I'm like, oh, but they're very few and far between. Like they're like a passing thought through my brain and and they're all good. But I really have truly embraced this child-free lifestyle and child-free life. And I really feel good about it. And so I wanted to come on the show and talk about it because there is so much out there in the world geared towards parents, geared towards moms, geared towards families, and not a ton of content out there that's geared toward child-free life, child-free women, career women, people who don't have kids, right? So much of our society is centered around this whole like family that includes children. And I just really wanted to put out this episode and talk about our experience of being dinks, which stands for double income, no kids. (laughs) And, you know, what that feels like for me now that I've truly embraced it. So a couple of things happened that inspired this. Actually, I was having lunch with a friend of mine the other day whom I have not seen in a very, very, very long time. And she has kids and the topic kind of came up of like, oh, so where are you at with all of that? (laughs) Right. Because, you know, she's not somebody whom I talk to very frequently. So she has not been on my journey of me transitioning into child free. And I'm like, oh, we're done. Like that, that boat has sailed. We are moved on. And she was like, well, you know, you know, I, I actually have friends who have had kids, you know, in their mid forties and whatnot. And I 
instantly responded. I'm like, that's great for them, but that's not happening over here. And so I found myself being extremely, not pushy, but very direct in my response to her. I've been like, that's great. Not, not happening. And so kind of shut down the conversation because I'm not even in, in a space in which I'm entertaining having those ideas float around anymore. So that was one thing that kind of triggered for me that, ooh, I really truly embrace this child-free life because when the topic of kids come up, I am very firm in my position. It's no longer wishy-washy. It's no longer, well, you know, if it happened, it happened, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm like, no, no kiddos. We're happy. We're great. And if that actually happened, I think that would not be a good thing. So that was one thing that happened. And then the other is I've actually transitioned and stopped following a bunch of, you know, mom influencers, not the fact that their influence is specifically about being moms, but they are mothers, kind of like unfollowed a bunch of them and started following more child-free content creators and accounts that are specifically geared towards child-free lifestyle. And one of my favorite Instagram accounts actually is one that is called Rich Auntie Supreme. And if you have not followed this account and you are child-free, I highly recommend it. The content there is fantastic. And so I just started changing a lot of the content that I was seeing and consuming as it related to families versus non-kid families. And it just really made a big difference for me throughout the year as I was no longer kind of bombarded with all of this messaging and imaging of like, you know, kid family stuff. And one of the things that I really, you know, was another kind of like checkmark moment for me of like, oh, I've really embraced this lifestyle is there was a post on that rich anti-supreme Instagram account. And it was because I don't have kids post. And this post was designed to celebrate all of the things that we child free people get to do, get to have, get to experience because we do not have kids. And so it was like shifting the energy from being childless to child-free and really celebrating and enjoying that child-free life. And let me tell you, this post had hundreds and hundreds of comments of all of the things that these amazing women could do because they didn't have kids. And it was really, really inspiring. And I chimed in there with my own. And it was the fact that I have multiple rooms in my home dedicated to support my many passions. And so I started listing off all the spaces in my home that were dedicated to me and the things that I love. So obviously I have an office because I run a business from home. So I got an office, which is great, but I also have a recording studio for my podcast, which is where I am right now recording all of this for you. And then, you know, recently last year, we moved a lot of things around our house to create new kind of spaces for us. And one of them was creating what I like to call my Zen Den. And this is a room in my home that is technology free. And I have my yoga mat in there. I have my mini trampoline. I get to do my tapping in there, my meditation, my stretches. Like it is just like my Zen Den where I get to go and unplug. 
And then obviously I have my backyard and like my kitchen is set up the way I want to. Even for the hubs, we even created a new space for him. My my husband is a huge gamer. He loves his Xbox and PlayStation and all that stuff. And so, you know, to accommodate him, we actually kind of took over a whole new space to give him his own (laughs) gaming room that was a little bit bigger and a little bit more comfortable, which meant that space, you know, which what what it was before couldn't be. And that was totally possible because we don't actually have to think about like, oh, we need like X amount of bedrooms for the children. And then we need a space as a guest room. And then we need a space for this. Like every single room in our house is completely dedicated to us. And yes, we still have guest rooms. People still get to come and hang out at our house. Uh, My parents and my sister are actually with us right now and they all have their own room. So everything's great. But that was another key thing for us is like transforming our house to, you know, really support this child-free lifestyle that we have and take advantage of all of the spaces and places in our home for the things that we wanted to do and not have them kind of reserved for the purpose of enjoyment of other people. So that was a huge thing too. And when I posted about all of the rooms in my house on this Instagram post, it blew up like so many people chimed in about how that's like, you know, life goals right there and wanting to do the same for their, for their space in their home and really like taking, taking their space and owning it. And I had lots and lots and lots of feedback and comments on that post from other women whom are also child-free and really want to create spaces in their home that are dedicated to them and their hobbies and their passions too. So that was another thing that kind of like really hit me this year as to, Ooh, yeah, this child-free lifestyle is, is I'm feeling it. And the reason I love that Instagram account, which is rich auntie Supreme is because that is totally the energy of child-free living that I want to embrace. As I said, I have so many amazing little people in my life from my cousins who have kids, my friends, and I get to be an amazing auntie to so many of them. And growing up, I had a couple of aunts who were also child-free and really gave off that rich auntie supreme energy too. And so yeah, I'm like, yes, this is the this is the kind of child-free person I want to be is I want to be an amazing auntie to so many other amazing kids but still really have my own life and enjoy that and and take advantage of it. So yeah, that was another thing that I did. And then randomly, well, maybe not randomly, but one day the hubs and I were having one of our, our, our good heart to heart talks. And we actually verbalized how we really need to do a better job of being intentional with our life now that we are definitely out of the potential child (laughs) entering our world life and are definitely now child-free. He was taught, we were talking about traveling and we were talking about going places and knowing that we can now plan for these trips and these adventures without children and what, what those trips would look like and the places we would go to that are not necessarily child friendly and being really, really excited about it. 
So he and I kind of put together a plan that like every other year, we would take a really, really, really big trip somewhere amazing and awesome and new. Every every other year felt good for us because we do have families that live in other countries and, you know, we do need to go see them and spend time with them and, and going home is a really important thing for us too. But every other year felt really good and saying, okay, we're going to go to a new place we're going to save the money. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it right. Neither the hubs nor I are, you know, backpacking kind of people. So we want to go to really good places, stay in nice hotels and all that good stuff. But we also want to take an opportunity to learn the language of the place that we're going to go visit. So whether that's, you know, going to Japan and learning Japanese for a little while ahead of time or Italian or whatever it is, we can now invest time and money into those lessons and those things to support us on these amazing travel adventures that we're going to have. And we've been looking at really cool places that we want to go to that is definitely like not in the realm of family vacation, like Disney and amusement parks and, you know, all-inclusive beach vacations. We're talking like hiking and like going to Norway and like Sweden and Japan and like all these in New Zealand, which we're going to be able to do in a way that we wouldn't be able to do if we had to tag along um, with a bunch of kids. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but traveling is not inexpensive. And so we're really grateful that we can, you know, plan for this and it be the two of us. Obviously, we want to travel with other people. I just got back from Hawaii uh, with my family. We were celebrating my mom's 70th birthday, and it was a, an, it was an adult-only trip, no kids. And we really kind of, I got to experience like, oh, this is fantastic. Like, we could pick up and go. We could do all this stuff. And, and traveling without children is, is, is kind of nice. <laughs> Not going to lie, guys. I've been on a couple trips with some families with kids, and Whew, that is a whole other level of planning and coordinating that I am very grateful that I do not need to do. So yeah, so that's another thing is travel and lifestyle. And really like that double income, no kids energy is what the hubs and I are really, really looking forward to doing. And I got to say, you know, this past year in 2023 was really, really hard for us as a couple because of things that were going on. And we made it through in a really good way and good space. And the fact that we don't have children made that possible. And the reason for that is because I literally could put my energy and focus where I needed it to be with the hubs and not have my energy and thought and mind split between caregiving for multiple people. Like I could, you know, he needed me to care for him in a way last year that we've never had to experience before. And so I'm grateful that I didn't have to divide my energy of caregiving between multiple people so I could focus strictly on him. So that was also really great. And I realized that we survived a really, really challenging season in our life because we don't have children. Because if we did have kids, I have no idea how last year would have turned out, but because we don't, it made it, it made it possible. And so I'm really, really grateful for that. And so the reason (laughs) that I'm saying that is for a very, very short time last year, we were hosting someone in our home and 
And when we were doing that, there was a little bit of energy that I was experiencing and putting out that felt like I was was like the parent of a teenager. <laughs> and for all of you people out there who have teenagers, you, you're going to know what this means. It's like, you know, this was a grown person. However, there was just so much energy that was being put towards supporting this person that it felt like I had a teenager living in my house. And I was like, Mm-mm, definitely not the energy that I want to have <laughs> or experience. And that was another a moment that really solidified me of being like, yeah, I am good without kids. I am, I, this is the future. This, if this is the future, <laughs> I'm not signing up for it. I'm good. So yeah, that was another ex- a moment last year that really kind of locked in my desire to not have children was having to like kind of take care of somebody in that parental role that I was just definitely not enjoying. So yeah, lots of learning in 2023 as it related to shifting my energy from being childless to child-free and really, really embracing it. And the final place, which was a little unexpected for me, was as it related to my business. So for those who might be new around these parts, I have an online business. I'm a a social marketer. And part of the reason why I started this business almost nine years ago was because we were intending on having kids. And my husband, the hubs, is a pilot. And as you can imagine... He would not be home a hell of a lot. And I had this like freak out moments when he was, you know, interviewing for a job and he was leaving that I was going to be a solo parent a significant amount of the time when he was away working. And I have many, many, many other pilot wife friends who are living this life day in, day out, week in and week out. And my hat goes off to them because it is not easy for them to be having a spouse who travels majority of the time and kind of dips back into family life and then leaves again and then dip back back in. And so I've, I've watched a lot of my pilot wife friends experience over the last nine years. And, and that was one of the reasons why I started my business is because I'm like, how am I going to have like a 50, 60 hour work week plus being a parent and a solo parent when the hubs is away. Like that is, that math just does not add up for me. And so that was one of the big reasons why I wanted to start my business is because I wanted something that I could do that was going to be flexible around raising my family. And so obviously here we are nine years later and I do not have those children that I intended to have way back when. And so why I started my business has shifted dramatically, if you can, to say the least. But for a little while there, when I was kind of like in this in-between stage of like, well, maybe it's still going to be possible. And it kind of, well, let's, we're hoping. And if it happens, it happens, space and energy. I found that I was kind of floundering my business a little bit because I didn't have a real solid new reason for doing the business and what I wanted to get out of it. And so once I started shifting into like owning my child free life and letting go of that identity of being not only a pilot wife, but a pilot 
wife, mom, who is going to have to like take the reins and, and lead the charge and, and do all that stuff. I found like it was a really hard for me to explain to people why I was doing what I was doing and, and, and help cast a vision for them of what this could possibly look like for them. And so once I actually started tapping into this child free energy, I noticed that the conversations that I was having with people, the people who I was talking to became much more clear and what I, why I was still doing the business and why I continue to do the business and love it and what I want out of it in the future has totally shifted. And so I'm having um, a bit of a shift in my business in terms of who I work with, who I want to work with. I'm not saying that I don't want to work with moms or, you know, young, you know, people who want to become moms or young families. No, still love helping all of those amazing mamas build a business in the nooks and crannies of raising children because the business that I'm in is absolutely amazing for those, for that group of people. But it's also amazing for other groups. And what I really started to tap into this year is is that space, is that group, because it's it's in the minority, because majority of people who are in the social marketing space are women. And of the women who do social marketing, a significant number are moms to young kids because it's so great. And I just started really noticing that a lot of the language, a lot of the communication, a lot of the content was always very focused towards that group. And so I started to really want to step away from that and create content and talk to people and inspire non-moms like myself that this business is an absolute game changer for them too. And it will even elevate their life uh, in another way because the challenges that, you know, working moms have and the reasons why they would start a business very different than why me as, you know, a mid mid 40 woman without kids wants to start a business, totally different. And so I really started tapping into that. And I've been having some amazing conversations and meeting some amazing people that don't have kids. And I am loving it, let me tell you. So much so that I've actually intentionally started creating friendships with other amazing women who don't have kids. So that's the other thing that happened for me uh, last year was creating new friend groups Not to say that I don't love my mom friends. I have so many amazing mom friends and I love them. Big shout out to all of you. And thank you for sharing all your children with me. I love it. But I also wanted to be, spend more time with people without kids. And let me tell you, it is a breath of fresh air in terms of planning and scheduling to try and get together with people without kids versus people who do. I went on a great walk um, with a new group uh, a few months ago. And in that group, there was a couple of other ladies there who also don't have kids. We instantly bonded and connected. And we you know, formed a little WhatsApp chat group and we chit chat to each other. And I just, you know, couple of us went on vacation. So we were sharing our vacation photos with each other, you know, going, we're going to dinner. Like, yeah, it's been fantastic. It's allowed me to kind of energetically shift my focus of the kind of people that I want to attract into my life and definitely more child-free friends is what this girl over here is craving big time because so much of my network of friends all have children and it's great, but, but really, you know, 
as I move more into this child-free life, having people who have a shared lived experience I have found is so, so important. It's, it's very relatable and we can talk about certain things and the, the conversation of children and what's going on at school and, and all the stuff that go along with kids never enters the conversation. And I actually really love that. I don't know about you. So yeah, those were kind of the big kind of ticket aha moments for me in 2023 that really told me, yeah, Jess, you have, you have made the transition. You have shifted over girl. You are officially child free and loving it. So that is what I wanted to share with you guys today, because it's an important conversation to have because again, we are the minority. And while I know so many other women who have chosen to be child-free still are getting all the questions and the pushback and, oh, you know, you'll regret it, you know, but, but what if, and all the things that, you know, women who have decided for themselves that they don't want to have kids get, I'm very grateful and fortunate that those conversations for me are very, very limited and no one has ever come at me to say, well, you know, you're being selfish or this, that, and the other, because most people know that I did try very, very, very hard to have kids. It just wasn't in the cards for me. And so no one ever would ever, ever talk to me about why I should have children because they know that I definitely did put a very good effort into creating some. So that is what I am sharing with you guys today. I feel so fantastic as we head into this new year and I'm going to just continue to embrace this child-free life and energy and really start enjoying my life even more so as a child-free person. Hashtag, hashtag dink, double income, no kids. Well, maybe it's actually tink, triple income, no kids, because I don't know about you guys, but doesn't it seem like two income households isn't even enough now? I can't even imagine what it would be like to add in you know, kids into our budget right now because the economy is crazy. So hats off to all of you parents out there who are feeding those small humans and teenagers because food consumption is at a high and yeah, grocery bills so, so big. So I'm very, 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 very grateful in this, this season that we definitely do not have another mouth or two to feed because if you know the hubs, you know, he has a pretty big appetite. So feeding him alone is um, a pretty, pretty big budget for the year. So I'm grateful that we actually are a tink lifestyle, triple income, no kids. And we will be able to have a little bit more disposable income at our fingertips to be able to do some amazing things like travel, home improvements, you know, creating this beautiful home and space just the way we want it and going to cool places that interest us and not that it's going to be child friendly and, and all the things. So if you are also somebody who is child free hit me up. I would love to talk to you. We can be friends. You can find me at jess.loves.life and let me know what has been the best part about being child-free for you. Or if you are somebody who is trying to conceive and struggling 
And maybe you are in the season that I was in a couple of years ago of transitioning and wrapping your mind around letting go of that identity and life that you thought you wanted to have and wished for, but now we're trying to embrace a new lifestyle. Let's have a chat. And so if this episode resonated with you, don't forget, give it a like, a share. Don't forget to subscribe. Or if you know somebody who is experiencing something similar, please, please, please share this episode with them. It just may help them figure out their very own. Now what? Okay, so that is it for me today, the kickoff to season six. I hope you all enjoyed that. And we will be back next week with our very first guest episode for the season. It is jam-packed with goodness. Let me tell you, oh, some of the guests this season are just going to blow your minds. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our loyal listeners who have been here from day one. Thank you to all of our new listeners who have found the show. I appreciate you. Welcome, welcome. And to all of our patrons, extra big thank you and love. I appreciate you. You are part of the reason why this show can continue on for another great season. Thank you so much. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.